0: from, from, you know, um, the midweek Bible school. And he told me to keep teaching you on God has a plan for you. All right? But today the angle we are going is interesting, more interesting. (laughs) But before we look at this angle, which I want to intend to speak just for 20 minutes, I want to say some words concerning testimonies that you had. While we were while we were while we were um, um, while we were having the Bible studies in the midweek, there is there are some points that God brought emphatically out of the story of Zinachirub and um, and um, Hezekiah, Isaiah thirty six and thirty seven. Now, when Sinakiru, which who is the king of Assyria, threatened Israel. And they threatened the king. <clears throat> I said something to you. That the king told the people to be quiet. Alright? And everybody was quiet. That is the authority of the king. Okay? But when the letter was sent to the king for destruction, the king recognized spiritual order. And he went to his spiritual father. And I said to you, a spiritual father is a man who can hear God for the people, on behalf of the people. And when God speaks, he's not subject to doubt. And you can see how God creates order in his church. One, if, he pre- if anybody goes to a church where the head cannot hear cannot see and hear God, then I'm so sorry. But if anybody is in a church where the head can see and hear God, if you don't use the gift, I'm so sorry. I remembered when, what the testimony of uh, uh, Dickens um, Addy, when he was asking me which job to take. If not for prophetic, he would take the bigger job, the bigger pay. But by prophetic, I counseled him, take the lesser pay because there is progression there. Now, see how it's going on. The pay that he rejected, what he's earning now, is better than what he rejected. Less than a year. All right? That is the power of prophetic. He was promoted without interview in England. I think somebody should know that God did that. You heard the other sister said, God gave a word of knowledge concerning her condition exactly as it was. Alright? And I said, whoever had that pain, you are healed. But it didn't take place that day. She went back home. The pain was still there. (laughs) But the prophetic said, she is healed. Alright? But I want you to understand how holding on the prophetic will bring manifestation of the prophetic because the Bible would say believe in the lord you shall be established believe in his prophet you will prosper today i'm going to share with you within the line of the two weapons that you must use throughout your life anytime there is battle two weapons but then before we go into that too i will say to you that I heard the other testimony about the woman who came to the church and she was just looking. Alright? The first thing I will say to that is that that woman will come back in Jesus' name. Yes. You don't pray anybody. If a person comes here to do evil, that he will say to us, I'm coming here to do evil. What I taught you is this. Separate the devil from the man. The man is God's image. Satan didn't create anybody. Jesus died for that soul, and you must call that soul, separate the spirit of hell from the body and the soul, so that that soul can be saved. And I showed you that with the witch who was sent to kill me in Nigeria. What did I do to her? I hugged her on my bosom. I told you about the uh, the um, cult people in Kenya. Who came with all rusted rings to come and kill me? What did I do? I hugged them with their tortoise, live tortoise on their chest and all the rings in their hands. I hugged them with it. What about the one in ben republic who was sent to kill me and was given two rings? When the Holy Spirit fetched him out and brought him to the front, what did I do? I collected the ring from him, put it in my pocket, and I separated the man from the devil. Get the man safe on the spot and cast the demon out of him. That is what you must do. Let me say this to you. Uh, one of the brothers in the church was asking me about, um, you know, uh, uh, the, the spiritual gift. Really, God has given me instruction for you, brother. Um, what's your name again? He was on my back now. Where is he? Amadou. where is he? Yes, the Lord has spoken to me and I will do that for you today. Now, you see the power of God works by your mind. And the power of Satan works by your mind. She would not have had any pain at all if she did not have a suspicion. Yesterday I was in a meeting and I was sitting down with all the leaders of that order. And a man... In a flowing white gown. Just walked right to the meeting and stood at my back. Of course, you know, some people have notions about it. But for me, I did not look back for once throughout he was there. And I did not even know when he left my back. But I knew for a long time he was standing there and he did not pass beside me to go. Now some of the members started praying because it could be diabolical and when we are going mommy was telling me that you know that man who came behind you i was watching him and i said to her that you know and the other person too said apostle we're praying i said you did not need to pray i felt the man needed god's unction and he came behind me so that he probably believed god for an unction from me to flow to him it can happen that way but what about if the man came to do evil it's not my business because I know, the Bible says, the angel of the Lord encamp round those who fear the Lord. So the first thing I have to check myself is that, am I a person who fears God? Do I really fear God? So if I fear God, no problem. And anybody born again fears God. There is no resume to fear God and to be saved. I will gather now. So for me, therefore, assuming that he came to do evil, that's the more reason why I should ignore it. Because it is the duty of the unseen to take care of the unseen. My duty there is to take care of the physical. What about if he cast a spell on me? Do I need to pray against the spell? No. If I pray against it, I reduce God's work. It says in the book of Deuteronomy 23, verse 5, However, the Lord your God will not listen to Balaam. He turned the curse into a blessing for you because the lord your god loves you therefore a child of god should not be afraid of the physical appearance of any mortal man or beast because if the devil can make you fear it can access your body afflict your body <coughs> what what the springboard of my protection when i go to all those places is my trust in the lord There is no physical thing that can confront me to make me doubt who my God is. It's impossible. Even if you surround me with a machine gun, I all declare, you decide to blow it at the same time. I will rejoice so much because if it is not his will for me to die at that time, and by that means something will happen in that place, that will astonish mortal man. Do I need to pray for it? No. I only need to walk in the fear of the Lord. I will together now. So therefore, us finally, <clears throat> if you have a pain in your body, don't ask why. Rebuke it immediately in the name of Jesus. Because at the time of entry is the easiest time to get him out. If you question and then the pain enters and gangrene, it will take you a stronger part. Jesus said it. He said when you, when you cast a demon out, he goes out. He goes around the waste place and comes back. If the place is empty of the word of God, and clean, he will, he will go and ask and, and seven stronger spirits. And he says that the end of that person is going to be terrible. Therefore, understand spiritual principle. If anything, one day I was speaking, I told you with Pastor Dakbo, and I had something at my back. Bah! And it pulled straight into my heart. The first thing I said is that, Lord, is that word of knowledge? Hello? We've just finished reading the whole of Psalms. And we are now in Proverb words, chapter. Proverb chapter, chapter what? Chapter, Proverb chapter sixteen to twelve to sixteen. All right. Now you are going to read that chapter sixteen, verse one to verse six. Not now. You know that I caught you now. My wife said that law has turned me to something else. I want to. I want everybody to become readers. That's what mommy said. <laughs> I think I haven't given you much reading because I gave you 10 chapters a day for a few weeks and I could do down with three chapters and four chapters. Hallelujah, somebody. That is very easy, isn't it? Okay. Now listen to me, therefore. If the enemy came against you, what did God say? The Lord God will raise a standard like a flood we together now so fear not the powers of the enemy but fear the god who created the man and the spirit today i want to share with you i have 15 more minutes isn't it yes just to give you a brief the the king thing that God has told us is God has a plan for you. All the testimonies that you have had is a revelation of how God fulfilled His plans for us. And I say this and I pray this all the time. The testimony of this house is not complete until each one of you have a testimony to say. Are we together now? Uh-huh. So the testimony is still on. <laughs> The flood of testimony is still on. Believe in God. And you shall be established. Believe in his prophet. You will prosper. God has a plan for you. You know the scripture? What's the scripture? Jeremiah. Jeremiah why are you looking at me like that? I taught you that for two weeks. Uh, for two months. Jeremiah what? Jeremiah. Say brother Jeremiah. Right, Jeremiah. 29. <laughs> 11. It says, for I know the plans I have towards what you, says the Lord. And it says, the plans not to harm you, but to prosper you. So when I look at each one of you, I see prosperity standing. Yeah. And it says, the plan will give you hope, though now it may be hopeless for you. Like the sister who gave testimony, she was a graduate and she went to, to work in the as a waitress. And I remember when I was a, not just a graduate, a graduate and a professional. And I went to work as a kitchen porter, And then they gave me a name. That is not my name. <coughs> and they called the name and I didn't answer. And the man came to me and I said, whether yeah, it's Paul. He called me. I looked at him. And he said, don't worry. We know that you are a student. You do this first, 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 first. And when you graduate, you come and be a boss. He didn't understand that the name he's calling me is not my name. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. With my certificate, I had to keep it down. As a student, I had to go and do kitchen potter. But you know something? God used that to train her humility. Yeah? But now she got a job in her career. I would gather. The plans of God for you <clears throat> has a future. It talks not of now, but the future. But it walks from now into that future. And the plans of God for you, the Bible says, is to give you hope. All right? So if you expected something and it failed, you haven't failed, go for it again. Go for it again. Go for it again. Haman had to dip in the dirty water of Israel seven times. If he stopped dipping at the sixth time, he will be leprous forever. Why didn't God say dip one time? The prophet said seven times. On the seventh time, I'm sure on the sixth time when he dipped, I can imagine maybe he was discouraged by his lieutenant that, look, they have said it that, are there, he said, are there not better streams in Syria? And his lieutenant said, go and do what the prophet said. The Syria clean water didn't make you whole. I will gather now. So you must recognize this. The plans of God for you is certain. <laughs> Write this down. That plan of God for you predates your destiny, your conception rather. The plan of God for you predates your conception. The reason why the plan of God for you is unshakable and is certain is because before you were born... It predates your conception. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Now the reason, one of the major reasons why God's plan for you cannot change. God will not change it. And demons cannot change. We have looked all through those ones. Man cannot change. We have looked at all those ones. You are the only one who can hinder it. And we've looked at all those ones. The reason why God cannot change it is because when God was sending you to this world, he programmed you. He predestined you. God is a master plan of the universe. And he knows what you ought to be so that his plan for the universe can continue. And so he chose the family in which you were born because it's in line with his future plan for you. He chose all the schools and all what you will go. He will put it in the heart of man when it's time they will do it. People who bless you, he chose them to bless you. People who curse you, God appointed them to curse you. We saw that this week, didn't we? Come on now, church. In the Bible school. When cherub was blabbing and all stuff like that, but we recognize that in chapter 10 of Isaiah, Isaiah had prophesied that God said, I will raise the hand of the king of Syria, and he will destroy the nation's And he will alienate the wicked. I will use him as a rod of punishment. And he says, and after he have used him, he will boast in himself and say, I have achieved this by myself. And then he says, and then I will destroy him. And he says, he will attempt to, to destroy Israel, but he shall not enter therein. And then I will destroy. And all these things happened to Hezekiah, who was a righteous man. Second Kings 18, 1 to 5 tells you about the standing of Hezekiah. Listen to me, therefore. God, his plan for you predates your conception. Write another one down. God created your biology to fulfill your destiny. Because before you were conceived, God had predestined what you would become. So he made you to be like that. That's the reason why we have various grace. Are we together now? Some of us have some grace, others don't have it. There's nothing you can do to get it. Do we get it together now? So he 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 prepared your biology, you know, to fulfill destiny. And that is Psalm one hundred and thirty-nine, verse thirteen. For you created my innermost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. Then the next one says, You are wonderfully and fearfully made by God. Psalm one thirty nine, the next verse fourteen. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that for, for fully well. Now, let me say this to you. The way you look, God is happy about it. Let me say this to you. Some of you may have your teeth straight. Somebody may have the upper teeth out and his lips cannot cover it. He is wonderfully made. Let me say something to you. That is what will attract the person that he will marry. I will get that. God will create the eyes that will love that. And when that person meets the eyes that love that, what others reject about the person is what will be, the other going to be crazy about. You know what I'm telling you about dest- <coughs> destiny is this: the way you look, the way you are made, the way you reason, God programmed it to fulfill your destiny. Two people don't have the same destiny, never on earth. And there could not be some, two people who are exactly the same. There would be something different. Understand that. Your biology, therefore, is made to fulfill your destiny. When this is interpreted into intellectual reasoning, you have the usual personalities. All right? They won't talk about that tonight because I want to tell you more things in the spiritual. Now, write this down also, therefore. Because God created your biology, God pred- pred- you know, your destiny you know, predicts your, your your conception. The next thing you need to know is this: God ordained all your days before one of them came to pass. We saw that this week when we were studying the life of Sinnau, when the prophet when, when, when Hezekiah came back to Sinacherub. And the prophet Isaiah, Ezekiel went to prophet Isaiah after the threat. And prophet Isaiah began to prophesy. And prophet Isaiah said some quoted things. That all the conquering that you have done, I have programmed it before you were born. And I ordained you to do it. And then God went for now to say to Israel, also in that ordination, I have said that I have ordained you that he will be proud against me so that I can destroy him too. How will use him to destroy others who rebelled against me? I will provoke his heart to be proud against me, so that I can destroy him too. Because God does not do anything without being justified. There must be a cause for a curse. I will gather now. That's the reason why you and I have to be very careful the works of our hands, that we don't fall a victim of God's wrath. But God now said, I have also preplanned that he will not enter a, 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 a Uh, 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 judah he has surrounded judah already (coughs) and god said he had formed the sea for years god said that by the way he came he will go back that will happen to your enemies listen to me so all your ways all your days are ordained Verse 15 of Psalm, no, verse, uh, verse 16. It says, Your eyes saw my own form body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Nothing happens to you without God's permission. That's the reason why evil cannot happen to you. Bad things can happen to Christians. God ordained it. Hello? It is when terrible things happen that's when we know who truly have God. It is an instrument of God to prove you and I that we are faithful. When you have money to eat, all right, you can come and give testimonies. What about when you, are, when you, when you don't have a dime? You don't know where you pay your rent from. That's when we know who really testify unto God. Now, therefore, finally, God's plan for you is certain and irrevocable, it will be accomplished. I said it will be accomplished. Yeah. I will look at just one character on that. Isaiah 14, 24. It says, the Lord Almighty has sworn surely as I plan, it shall be, as I purpose, it will stand. Now, let me talk, just introduce to you verse 25. If God says, as I plan, it shall be, as I purpose, it will stand. You know, from the time you were born to the time that you die, there are a lot of obstacles. And I've made you understand, God has written those things that they are going to happen that way. Hallelujah. The next verse says, concerning the obstacle, I will destroy the Assyrian in my land. And who is King? Sennacherib. King of where? King of where? I didn't hear you. That's the reason why you shouldn't miss Bible study. The people of India, every time we finish Bible study, I can read to you what they wrote about this last week, Bible study. Really, a ba- Pastor Qatar wrote me the second day on Wednesday that a Baptist pastor, an Indian Baptist pastor, who he told about us, watched the Wednesday, uh, the Tuesday cast here, Bible study. And he began to tell me what he learned from Synachero that God was saying to us here. He told me what Mommy said, he told me what I said. Now, therefore, you, who is in my nose? That's the reason why now uh, I'm, I'm giving you paraphrase. I can't, like a lecturer, I can't go back to the details. I'm just giving you a summary of, um, you have to go and read Isaiah 36 and 30. Tell somebody beside you, Isaiah 36 and 37. <laughs> uh, plus, Proverbs 12, to 16. Tonight, that's why I'm closing on time. Now, let's go further. It says, I will cross the Assyrian, which is Nebuchadnezzar, in my land or my mountain, I will trample him down. His yoke will be taken from my people and his body removed from their shoulder. Then it says, this is the plan determined for the whole world. Now, I'm going to just stop in that. I will cross the Assyrian in my land. Now, I'm going to give you two assignments to do. Because we are going into first, second, third next week. And then I will teach deep on this. This assignment is this. God says, first, the Lord Almighty has sworn an oath concerning your destiny. He said, I swear. You know, if somebody swear, he cannot lie after swearing. That's the trap they are setting for Donald Trump now. You know, he said... They asked him, will you go and take an oath concerning this matter of Russia? He said, yes, I'm ready. Hallelujah. Though his lawyer tried to be logically in tune, right? But he said, I'm ready for the oath. Why? Because if you take an oath and you lie, that is forgery. It is criminal offense. It is automatic dismissal from office. And relinquishing of all powers attached thereof. Now let me say something to you. If it is so in the calendar of man, how much more God? Now, listen to what God is saying. God says, I swear to you by myself. As I plan, it shall be. Which means the plans of God for you, nothing can change it. Nothing. I replied, there is a a group in the church that is communicating uh, testimonies and stuff. And this, uh, uh, strange enough, my name is in that group. And strange enough, this this week I received something that circulated. I don't read the WhatsApp, you know. But I received something circulating, and somebody said that, praise, uh, thanks be to God, that somebody uh, who, uh, prayed that somebody who cover your glory, may the Lord do something to him. The one who did, you cover that. So I quickly replied that, where did you get that teaching from? <laughs> uh, and I gave them several scriptures uh, to understand. According to the book of Psalms that we have been reading, he said, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor sit in the ways of sinners, nor sit, sit, uh, uh, sit, sit in the seat of scoffers, nor sit in the way of sinners. He says, He delights in the law of God. In his law, he meditates day and night. Look at verse 6 of that scripture. What do you say? Let's read together. Not so. For the Lord watches over So I said to them that, Lord watches over where? The ways are righteous, so who will cover the star? There is no even star for anybody under heaven. Who will cover the glory? Who gave the glory and who wants to cover it? Can you imagine a devil so foolish that God put glory and devil stretched his hand? The hand does not need to be dealt with by God. The glory will swallow the hand. What rubbish you believe? It came from idol worshiping african idols that's where it came from my father used to to, to be one of them african idols, all those myths oh they won't cover your glory a lazy man you have read in the book of sean in the approverbs isn't it a little sleep a little slumber a little photo of other people are reading you are sleeping and you say god is covering the devil is covering your glory you are the one covering your glory so I had to tell them that, never you say that in this house. There are some statements that, are, that will work negative against you. I, I preclude you from saying those things. Don't follow them. Because if you believe those things, they will happen to you. Not because those things have power, but because it's what you are called for yourself. As a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. Therefore, you will look at the book of Isaiah 56 and 36 and 37 and read the life of Sennacherib. Now, the, 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 the remedy of Sinacherub is when the enemy rose up against him, we look at the details. You will discover that when Sennacherib will speak, he did not speak to man. He, 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 he told the people, don't speak to them. Don't reply to them. He took the letter to the temple of Hezekiah Ezekiel took the letter to the temple of God. Where do you take your matter to? It determines what happens to that matter. Number one, how do you treat your matter? When the enemy rises up against you and they promise you doom, a mortal man possessed by the devil, though he's in power, do you not remember when, when David was telling his son, Solomon, that you may be in power, but you may not be in control? And he said, when you fear the Lord, you will be in control. Okay? So therefore, you will see how he went to the temple. And when he spoke to God, the God who he spoke to sent a message to the prophet. I would together now. He didn't go to the prophet first. He went to God and God sent the prophet. If you cry in your house, God will hear you. Instead of running head-task, head to people who have no authority, really, because these days there's a lot of mess going on now. That Pandora's boxes have been exposed and revealed. Learn, understand it. One weapon of God given to you, your mouth, prayer. Tell God how you feel. Exactly how you feel. Do you know something? Cry before God. Don't cry before me. Cry before God. Because if you cry before me, I too you we'll cry. So... <laughs> And it's not good that both of us are crying. Cry. <laughs> Cry before God. Do you know I told you something that the Lord showed me uh, an, an, an order and showed me that Jesus said to me that if anybody weep before me, said, it's impossible for me not to answer him. But that weeping must be from the heart. Not just, it must be that, you know, something that challenges your spirit. And when you are pouring out your heart to God, you bring the tears. Why should this continue to be? when the Bible says this. On pondering on it and your heart is broken, heaven will move in a way you will never believe it. The second one you are going to study is the power of praise. And that is is Second Chronicles chapter 20. We'll look at these ones together. When Zinnakiru prayed, God sent an angel to fight a battle. And that angel brought together to pass the prophecy in chapter 10 of Isaiah. When Jehoshaphat sang praises, God went to fight. And the enemies turned against themselves. Look at this, is the God we serve. Let us reason very well about this. Comparing it to the theology that many have been telling Christians. If this is the God we serve, don't you understand? He has no change. He has no change. Somebody only needs to repent and fear the Lord. And the Bible will be repeated in your life. You will be the Bible written for this age. It's just to repent and fear God. No playing games with God anymore. Are we together now? Stand up. Where is my Bible? Oh, this is an iPad Bible. Shall we rise up together, please? Somebody told me that if your Bible is not paper, it's not a real Bible. (laughs) say to somebody my god is fighting my battle for me (coughs) do you trust god that he is god come on now do you trust god that god is god now you believe that what god says he is that's what he is now right now begin to thank god for who he is just give god the glory for who he is tonight i thank you god because you are god Thank God because he is God. If you came here sick, you have been healed already. (coughs) If you came here downtrodden, you have been lifted up already. Your God is God. When God fought the battle for Israel in Egypt, Pharaoh says their God is God. Hezekiah said, let the world know that you are God alone. God has told us in this meeting, as you depart this place tonight, man will know that your God is God alone. Because the Lord God Jehovah has gone ahead of you to fight the battle for you. He will not allow you to see corruption. Oh, sovereign one, Father we bless you Father we bless you Somebody thank God for what you are believing God for If there is anything you are expecting next month, begin to thank God for them. If there is anything that you are expecting next week, begin to thank God for them. Where you have received a letter contrary to your decision, begin to thank God that that letter is changed. The decision over you shall be good, because the, the plan of God is to give you hope. He will bring you to an expected end. Begin to give him praise. The God who can change the heart of man. The heart of all men is in his hand. Your your matter will end up in testimony. I say your problems shall become a testimony. Your test of time shall become a testimony. As you enter the new week, you will see the hand of the King of heaven. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Amen. The last prayer we're going to pray is this. Okay, before you pray the prayer. Father, I speak to the atmosphere. It came by the atmosphere. They call it flu. Since in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Now your prayer is this Second Kings eighteen five and six. Hezekiah trusted in the Lord, the God of Israel. There was no one like him among all the kings of Judah, either before him or after him. That first sense, Hezekiah trusted in the Lord. Number two, he held fast to the Lord and did not cease to follow Him. He kept the commands of the Lord. Command the Lord had given Moses. Four things here. Number one, trust in the Lord. Number two, he held fast on the Lord. Number three, he did not cease to follow God. Number four, he kept the command the Lord has given him. So we're going to pray, Lord, help me, oh God, to trust you all my life. Tell God every, everything in me. Maybe you have a personality that just doubts God. Tell God tonight, take it away from me. I don't want it. Anything that hinders me from serving you faithfully, take it away from me. I don't want it. Change my heart. Change my mind. Help me to trust you. Help me as you trust me, help me to trust you more, Lord. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. This man trusted God. Help us, oh God, to trust you. Anything that will hinder us from trusting you, take them away from us. the Lord let my trust in you be a a testimony to many people distinct before men let me trust you to the place that people will want to emulate my trust in you my confidence in you will be contagious to others and he said also he trusted the Lord he held fast on the Lord he held fast on the Lord tell the Lord help me to hold fast on you above all temptations and sorrow Help me to hold fast on you. It says there was no one like him. Help me to hold fast on you like no one else. Help me, Lord, to follow you to the end. It did not cease following God. To the last breath of my nose, will let me follow you, O God. And help me to keep your commands. Help me to keep your command. Father, we bless you. In Jesus' anointed name we are pray with hands given. I can hear your amen. amen. Lord, I have a word to speak to your people. As I stand in your presence tonight, and I stand in your presence, O King of heaven. I speak that the power of heaven will come down and rest upon all these ones. Amen. If you came with oil in your hand, or you are watching me on the television, or you are watching me at home, I decree that the power of heaven come into that oil. Amen. And anyone that is anointed by the oil in accordance with the instruction of God, miracles shall take place. Healing shall take place. Restoration shall take place. I say, Lord, in your name, the power of heaven has come upon their garments. I said, as you go home, the garments you are wearing, the clothes that you are wearing on your body will carry the power of God. I say as you go home, the strand of your hair and the body that you are carrying will carry the power of God. Yeah. Your shadow shall heal the sick. Yeah. Your shadow shall heal the sick. Yeah. By the blast of the breath of your nose mercy of God shall be revealed. Yeah. You are one among those God will use for the end time miraculous. Yeah while you are still thinking out of compassion of God in your heart there will be manifestation yeah. never again will your food be given to others to eat yeah. and never again will you, will you labor in vain yeah. your very hand that labor shall eat the fruit of your labor yeah. and in your life and home and family God shall be glorified yeah. thank you Father because it is done in Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with hands given. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Jam your hands together for the King of heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's take our seats for the offering. I will ask that Pastor um, Roger should prepare to take our offering. Can I just say something about our offering for overcomers? And I say this also to those who are watching from the social media, and all other media. The money we collect on overcomers' nights is not tithes, It is missionary offering. Missionary offering. Every money you give in on Friday overcomers, we give that money to the missions. And that is the money that pays for our program on television. You remember that those of you who are Nigerians...